Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well-informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content, or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi, where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. At the end of the show, did the poker rap where they would say, oh, I'm not going to do Pokemon. I'm like a rap. They have a Pokemon rap. Okay, well, it's called a Pokey rap. So sorry. (laughs) You need to know. Pokey rap. Pokey rap. Pokey rap sounds like a sushi. Yeah, I can see. Like a Pokeball? I can see where that would, that would, um, make sense. Nerd thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? We should make a shirt. It's, uh, where it just says, like, ginks. Because we always accidentally say freaks, kings, and kings. Said Greeks, I think, so, last week. That awesome! Oh my god, yeah, I love that. Well, well, we're the Gink Squad, and we <laughs> welcome back to Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh my! And um, I'm CJ. <laughs> and this is April. Sorry, I don't. Think I don't we've introduced ourselves we don't, in a while. I don't know. Sometimes when I'm really trying to be an A plus student, 100, I'm always like, yeah. Say the names. Plug our channels. Now that we've said our names in a bit. Whatevs. I'm CJ. Go listen to the first one. <laughs> yeah, please. Where we introduce ourselves and then probably never do it again. <laughs> never again. Um, and uh, and you know what? If you're new here, why don't you consider subscribing to our channel? Um, come out a new video every week. And it's like really informative. <laughs> so. Subscribe to our facebook group where you will see our munches when this one drops we will have a munch uh next week april that's 8th. right you're really good at this i'm um, only because I I, i'm like okay i'm doing the one tonight the one, and then i did this man. this week and then the other one we was gonna do, but, oh yeah tomorrow um, it'll be next week and then you can find out by joining our facebook group um we will be posting all of our events there you can follow us on Spotify. We are on all the major podcast apps. You can also leave us a five-star review on Apple, which we always love and love you mean it. Um, CJ will do that little sh- dancey dance. Um, we talked about this last week, but at this month, CJ will be practicing flirting, so you can come oh, out for that fun, fun, fun event. Where guys, I will I'm be very helping. good at it. I'm very good. I start first, I say hello. Hi. How do you say hello? Uh, first, I come in and I say hi. I That's your I'm in trouble voice. I, <laughs> I know that voice. Well, I'm a brat, so how else Anytime you show up and you're like, hey, I know something bad happened. I, like, I tell you to get out. Like, I'm like, I already know it's not going to be good. Well, okay, all right, okay, noted. So I'm going to go up in there and I'm going to be like... Why are you fixing your hair? Because I, I now have forgotten how a normal way to say hello is. So. That, like, hello. hello. Hey. If you do more than two, hey, like, it, hey. you're automatically in trouble. Hey. <laughs> you went straight to fuck boy, hey. <laughs> I don't know how we went straight from I'm, I'm in trouble to fuck Are boy, Are you sure? But... Hey. <laughs> that, <laughs> the giggle for me, but. Did I do it? <laughs> okay. So that, but, there. But, but minus the giggle. I'm, I'll be fine. I'm excited. Hey. Hello. <laughs> What was that? Just like something my mouth is Ooh, so dry. <laughs> okay, y'all should come out just Anyways, for this. what are I, we? 
I'm pretty sure we can make money off this somehow. We could sell tickets. Or do you want her to flirt with you? That could be fun. Hi, hello, I'm CJ. Welcome back to Free She is like, you have 10 voices in Hi, that. I'm Are you going through puberty? <laughs> kind of what it sounds like. Hello, I am high. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited. You come here often? Do you come here often? Are you going to fight him? I feel like you're about to fight him. Like... You never know what you're going to get with flirting with CJ. Are you going to get like, I'm in trouble, you're in trouble, I'm a brat, I'm cute, I'm dramatic, still a cancer. Don't. You're not the one that throws up when you're nervous though, right? Oh, no. Okay, good. No, that would be so funny. We do have a friend that throws up when they're nervous. I think that's so, f- I'm, I, and I know that's probably horrible to have to deal with but that for me so i'm sorry i it makes would, me laugh and i have yeah. apologized multiple times about it but just the idea of being like hi how are you? <laughs> i can't even say my hi because of how i am i don't know how i would play that off how are you oh my god your dick is so big i choked on it already oh wow you must have a big dick because i already, already choked on it that's great. Anyway, <laughs> you just cut all this out. When I, when I stop <laughs> laughing after I say that. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be like, hi. <laughs> hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> that was like your NBC voice, like your nightly news. <gasps> I did. I, I did my Midwestern oh. nightly news. Evening. Breaking news. <laughs> Welcome back. Tragedy hi. has struck me. <laughs> Hey, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about specifically drop in aftercare. That, oh my God. Hearing it without like sub drop or dom drop right? in front of it is very, very. Because what are we used to hearing most? Sub drop. Sub drop. That's why I didn't say it. Wasn't planned. Wasn't practiced. Nope. By the way, we didn't plan that. Did that on my own. Yeah. Just willy nilly. Just flying blind out here. Just, you know, raw dog in this bitch. Um... <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you can tell I worked 14 hours yesterday. No. Mm-mm. Me checking emails that came in around like 7.30. I'm like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. Stop it. I'm trying not to work. <laughs> stop your I'm work. getting this close to calling you out when we interview people and you're like, we don't work weekends because I don't like to work weekends. We, and I, I mean, was like, and when does that start? When, 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 I mean, y'all. And when is that? And when do we stop working weekends? That's like when your parents are like, listen to what I say, not what I do. Yeah. Oh, Yes. <laughs> but I was really productive for 14 hours yesterday. <laughs> you need to stop, girl. Oh, girl, you need to stop. Anyways. So we're talking about drop and aftercare. Yeah. So we're going to talk about sub drop, dom drop, and then also there's a third option called scene drop. Um, hey. So we're going to talk I about I did all, all my readings and I didn't even see that anywhere. It's, it's not as much discussed. It's more of just like another... Because not every, so I think this more speaks to the fact that, like, not every person is a dom or sub. So, oh, scene drop, if sense. you have a top or bottom, um, primal play, primal. Do they call it top drop? Play. Yeah. That sounds like a lyric from a song. Right? I don't know. I'll, I'll, if I remember that song, I'll put it in the description. Top drop. Nope. Wow. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So excited. Um, So we're going to talk about what it is, how to spot it. Um, I can share when I've had it. Um, I can share kind of my aftercare needs. But 
also talking about what is aftercare, what do you need to be prepared for, why is it important, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a lot of times sub drop is talked about, so I might focus a little bit more on dom drop because I think that's a hugely overly missed piece of aftercare. I agree. I was talking to somebody recently who said, like, who just had this total misconception that doms don't get any sort of aftercare. Like, describing the dom experience as being on not only during the scene, but during the mm -hmm. subs aftercare and, like, not really ever being able to turn off. Yeah. Yeah. And it can, yeah. And, and dom drop happens a little differently than sub drop typically. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll talk about all that. So. Yes, we will. And where shall we start? We shall talk about, so first we should probably define what is dom sub scene drop. Um, but probably Can I try and then you tell me if I'm right. Well, we should probably actually start one step before that. Oh, okay. So let's talk about what, what Dom or subspace. Oh, um, that's true. Yeah, is. that makes more sense to start there. This, you don't have to be on Dom or subspace to experience drop, but it's much more likely if you do reach Dom or subspace that you will experience drop. Mm -hmm. So. Agreed. Um, it's just a chemical. It, it, it's just a mix of endorphins and everything that's being released. So it's also mm -hmm. just a chemical thing. So mm -hmm. yeah. what, do you want to take a stab at subspace, dom space? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. I believe, I believe that I will start with subspace because that's the more better known one. And therefore I feel more confident talking about that one. So anyway, um, I feel that, so I feel I have learned. Wow. Subspace is when you are in a scene and you are the submissive and you, uh, you get, you reach a, you reach a headspace <laughs> where you are now more tolerant to pain and less aware of your surroundings. Yeah, so it it can be around pain. It doesn't have to be. Okay. Um, Was the increased tolerance part right? Yes, you can definitely. So you essentially go into a state of almost like euphoria. Okay, yes. Um, Adrenaline. No? That's sort of... So it's... For me, when I experience subspace, and I can actually drop into subspace fairly easily, especially with like impact play, um, I almost feel like I'm floating. Like I'm almost like you know floating a little bit out of my body like I don't see myself it's not like that it's not like an out-of-body experience but I definitely feel somewhat detached from my body mm -hmm. um very floaty I definitely have a higher pain tolerance when I'm in subspace mm -hmm. um does it still like afterwards like you have the same after soreness though yes okay yes and that's part of the reason that knowing about subspace and dom space is so important because mm -hmm. if you are not trained on that or educated on that you can actually hurt people so like you have to be able to recognize if your sub goes uh non-verbal in subspace which i tend to go more non-verbal mm -hmm. then my dominant has to know that because they need to be watching for signs better and we need to have a better system on how to like check in with me mm -hmm. um there is an actual definition um oh yes so they, this one article explains it that in subspace, depending on how deep you go, you can feel like you're floating as you move to a part of your headspace that increases your pain tolerance, helps you let go of inhibitions, um, and I lost the other part, but it helps you get over, get to your most highly suggestive and submissive space. And sometimes you lose time or have difficulty putting events in order. When you try and recall a scene, you have the trust in your dom to care for you so you can let go. Yeah. And that's true. I don't always remember 
vivid parts of the scenes if I'm in subspace. I'm at this point where it's like so rare for me to trust a person that deeply that I'm like reading that and I'm like crying. I'm like reading a fairy tale. I'm like, you just trust them. You just trust them so much and they have your best interest yeah, in mind. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that you definitely have to be careful with. Um, but Dom space, which... Now we've covered subspace. So that's subspace. Now we know we're going into a place where you maybe don't have all your inhibitions. And so you're Dom, kind of a little floaty. Dom space is an intense altered state of consciousness that a dominant person may feel during a BDSM scene. Mm-hmm. So here's the the tricky part with this is that doms especially if you are doing edge play which for me edge play is anywhere that you can inflict hurt or pain on someone's body so that's a wide variety of things it can be very dangerous for a dom to go into dom space if they're not aware of it and if they don't know how to keep themselves somewhat grounded um because they can't just float away Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they can't just yeah. float away from yeah, themselves yeah, yeah. and not mm-hmm. be present because they're going to be inflicting impact or mm-hmm. knives or needles or whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. They're still in charge of that. It's, and it, add into that if you're a dom who has to like look out for nonverbal cues from your submissive who goes silent during those times, you know, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. There's so, a lot to think about there. It's important, in my opinion, for dominance to know about dom space just so they can recognize it if they start feeling floaty or start feeling euphoric or start feeling like they're kind of getting detached. Um, one, so you know you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. But two, also so you can like really hone in on do you need to stop a scene? Do you need to practice grounding yourself? How can you ground yourself to make sure you're still... I say grounding because I work with energy, but um, for me, it's how do you recenter yourself enough where you can still be in control and be safe, yeah. but still experience and enjoy that feeling. Yeah. It, it sounds huge. Like, That's, it sounds like it's really yeah. hard to wrap your head around, to be honest. Like, I mean, I don't know. As, as somebody who's also exploring, trying to be like a soft dom and things like that, it does feel like you're on the whole time. Yeah. And, um, one thing that I thought was interesting as I was reading this is how, like, from a submissive's perspective, it just feels like the dom is pulling away from you when they're experiencing dom drop. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I'm, like, reading your description of this, and it just sounds like literally clinical anxiety. Like, oh, yeah, I felt this. Not in scenes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So, I thought that, do you, is there a sort of responsibility there to, like, have that sort of, hey, are you, like, mad at me, or? Yeah, I mean, I have had partners seen partners experience drop mm-hmm. and um you know drop for a submissive so we've talked about we've talked about when they're in dom or subspace mm-hmm. drop is the after effect after a scene oh i see so, so it's not like staying in this that space no. it's when you're coming out of it it's when you're coming out of it okay. so you're in a scene you're in dom or subspace you're on all these endorphins chemicals are rushing you're on this high and then after you're kind of crashing so i kind of attributed or kind of liken it to like going on a roller coaster so you're on the roller coaster you're loving it you're screaming you're having fun you feel like you're floating you're going in circles and then you get off and you're like oh yeah like you know you're having to give that being in subspace or dom space Mm -hmm. wow i didn't know that cry yeah well i yeah i figured about crying Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn, okay. I don't think pukings is common, but yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I've heard people throwing mm-hmm. up after. Is it common to have like an emotional response to like somebody else having a drop? Um, that can happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you've you've gone on the roller coaster, you've been in the scene, you've experienced the high, now you're off the roller coaster and you're trying to get equilibrium back. Mm-hmm. You know, you just pulled five G's and you're like, that was fucking awesome, and then you get off and you're like, oh fuck. 
that's kind of the closest I can explain it to people who haven't experienced it. Um, Interesting. I wonder if one of them had put it as like coming down from a caffeine rush. Yeah, it can feel like that. I And different people experience it different ways. And that's why we want to talk about what does it feel like for different people. Um, and also aftercare. Because aftercare for each person is very different. I already came loaded with a question for that section. Okay. So for me, um, sub drop after um i tend to shake uh i was reading that bo- your body temperature can change because when you're in the space your body cold. temperature is like warmer yep interesting is that because of the adrenaline yep okay um so i tend to sweat especially during impact play because my adrenaline's running mm-hmm. um but i tend to shake which we also kind of explored in the shibari could also be a trauma release mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my whole body shakes mm-hmm. um i get very cold um, my aftercare literally just tends to be, let me curl into a ball, throw a blanket on me mm-hmm. and just like talk to me for a little bit. Like we'll just hang out. Like usually they'll throw a blanket on me and then we'll just lay in bed and talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is it for you, it, or actually let me ask you this way. Is it common for you to be able to talk during that time? Like, is it, does it sort of vary? Like some people are able to talk and conversate and it, others aren't? Yeah, it can vary. It depends on the scene and what mm-hmm. I just did. Mm-hmm. So lighter scenes, I usually am fully able to talk. I do mm-hmm. remember one scene that went for a very long time. And after I just had to like, I was, yeah, I just had to be left alone for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and just needed to like rehydrate and decompress for an hour so um do you think that talking about what type of aftercare you need is maybe a skipped step when talking about limits and stuff I was about to just come clean about it I was like I don't I didn't even realize that any of this was a thing till that one I told you that one time I had like a scene experience where it was like yeah and I felt like really woozy Mm -hmm. after yeah Yeah, aftercare and it varies person to person and sometimes especially dominants don't even know that they need to ask for aftercare so yeah Sub drop, let's talk about, we can talk about dom drop a little bit more specifically first. So dom yes. drop doesn't tend to happen right away. Mm-hmm. Um, usually dom drop happens 24, 48 hours or even later <gasps> than that. Really? Mm-hmm. And that's because that's when they start processing, especially if they've been doing edge play, like intense mm-hmm. edge play or impact scenes, stuff like that. They or even like severe or degradation like mm-hmm. they have been taught their whole lives not to hurt people yeah right? i was reading about that mm-hmm. so and sometimes you are doing this to people you've known like jay does this to me and we've been together 10 years mm-hmm. so he is hurting me the person that he wants to protect and love sincerely mm-hmm. um and you can definitely walk away from that after a few days i mean it can be immediate but it's usually a little bit more delayed going and just feeling really guilty and bad about it. I think it can also be hard, too, because if you're enjoying giving that to your submissive, mm-hmm. then you're also having to face the thought of, like, did I just enjoy hurting this person that right. I love? Does that make me fucked up? Yeah. Does that make me, like, am I a serial killer? Am I going to end up in jail? So, you know, doms can definitely get more distant. Um, they actually sometimes can get more aggressive or more, like, charred. Agitated? Like, agi- or, yeah, like, yeah. on edge. hmm um, they will show a few different signs. Pulling away tends to be the most common mm-hmm. just because they tend to go inward and not outward. Mm-hmm. So looking for those types of things, um, I have found with the people I've seen with 
the best kind of thing that I can usually do, even if they don't ask for it after a scene, is just giving them a lot of reassurance. So yeah, I love my bruises. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when you did this one thing. I really love how you spanked me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Giving mm-hmm. them a lot of reassurance that like I really liked what they did and really appreciated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And just because they didn't experience drop the first time doesn't mean they won't experience it the 20th time. Right. It can change. Is it like, is there always a drop? No. Not always drop. I don't drop every time, um, but I also don't subspace every time. Oh, okay. So. Is it connected in that way, like dom space and dom drop? It tends to be, yeah. Okay, I see. It tends to be. Um, Well, it it feels like it has to be because of just the uh, endorphin and adrenaline, adrenaline rush during the scene. Yeah. So. It to get back to like a calm place, there is that it literally is almost like coming back down to earth. Yeah, that's the drop. Yeah, and scene drop, you know, that really is just going to be for you know the tops and bottoms. Uh, you know, sub and dom get used so much, but there's so many different other dynamics. Mm-hmm. So there can't be of this scene play drop. Is super taboo. Like a lot of like what you can get into in BDSM and kink is very taboo. So like, and a lot of times our attraction can sometimes be attached to like a shame piece publicly Mm -hmm. so like in that way yeah it's hard it's like well now I found a place where I don't have to be ashamed of this and I'm just doing it but in your outside world you're kind of (laughs) like and I think you know some of the things that we see right now at least on the kink talk side um when I'm on kink talk which is a lot of it since I am a kink talker um a lot of it is examples of like aftercare for littles or brats where they want like stuffed animals and gummy worms and I did see that I saw the word stuffies a couple times yeah so don't assume that just because that's what you're seeking that's what everyone wants if you bring me that like if you bring me a stuffed animal I'm probably gonna take it and like beat you to death like (laughs) I would be like what the fuck are you doing I I want you to know I'm like down the middle on that and I'm like that's so stupid (laughs) yeah like it's So that's where, like, don't assume just because you've seen it one way that that is the whole way. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people want snacks. Some people, like, after really intense scenes, I might ask for, like, a Gatorade or something just because I have, like, I sweat. I'm not one Mm -hmm. of those cute people having sex Um, and seeming. Like, there's sweat. Whatever. So, um, and depending on how long I've gone, I might need some sort of sugar boost if I have a sugar drop. Um... But it's different for every person. Some people yeah. want blankets. Some people don't. Some people want cuddles and intimacy. Some people don't want to be touched. I'm more on the, like, don't touch me side. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I need my nervous system to settle. Mm-hmm. And especially when I'm shaking, like, I just would rather have a blanket on me and not mm-hmm. touching me so much. Is the weighted blanket good for that or mostly just a general blanket? Um, Honestly, just a, for me, like just a, soft. a very soft. Oh, yeah. that's very nice. I think the weighted blanket would be too much right then. Yeah. I think it would be, like, an overload of that. I don't know why. Well, I, like, for me, it feels like the, what brings you to the subspace is so many things going on at once, and that's Mm -hmm. just, like, in the brain another thing, so it's, like, we're trying to get out of that space. That's why I think a weighted blanket would be good. But it could be different for, you know, someone could want a weighted blanket. That's very true. So. If you want a weighted blanket, that's totally fine. Just communicate that. If you're not sure what your aftercare looks like, I would tend to go to things that you gravitate to when you're having a hard time or going through kind of an emotionally fraught space. Yes. Um, Because that tends to be your go-tos when you need some emotional care. Um, so if you're not sure, it's totally fine to say I don't know, but these mm-hmm. are things that have helped me in other situations. 
Um, and just knowing what your like comfort foods are and your yeah. comfort movies and your comfort songs. I was about to say, I don't know if I would really get into stuffies, but like I could probably be like, if someone put on a Disney movie, I'd be like, yeah, that feels good. Yeah, no, you, I would put on like anime or Disney movie. I would get you taquitos and fries and a Coke. Oh, wow. That would work. That's it. <laughs> See, that was all of it. That was it. I would say, I w- uh, well, it depends on the anime. We'll talk about it. But... <laughs> But yeah, at this moment, She's like, all of that plus Encanto. Right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm feeling so tired and out of it right now. I really feel like <laughs> I need taquitos. Tell me she give me taquitos and fried rice. <laughs> Crispy. So it's... And a Coke! Sorry, that... <laughs> well, continue. <laughs> She's like, I'm moving on. Moving on. So yeah, just some of your favorite snacks. Um, comfortable clothes, especially impact-wise if you have bruises and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want a massage after, if you... Or you can you know, give each other massages, you know, mm-hmm. it really just depends. Like my question there is, yeah, how much energy each person has. Well, and then my question was like, it almost feels like is sub drop pri- prioritized in terms of aftercare over down drop? I think traditionally it is. And I will say, okay, I don't know how other people are going to feel about this, but I think it sh- Ooh, should be for the most part. Okay. Especially if you're doing a lot of edge play where this sub is, physically taking on a lot Mm -hmm. i think the sub should be the priority first Mm -hmm. um that's not to say that then she should they should wait a few days but i think making sure the sub is physically okay mentally okay in a safe space taken care of um is there a range for how long it can take somebody to feel like they're done with the drop um everybody two hours everyone the same they set a timer though like (laughs) you have two hours before you gotta take care of me and drop drop go for me mine usually is about an hour okay uh give or take i can't speak for everyone i feel like you know relative to like if you ran a marathon like it's gonna just take and depending again how long you were seeming Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and the amount of like in like edge play that was done you know, mm-hmm. if someone's huge into impact play and they just got beat on for three hours, it's going to take them a little longer than me if I just did, like, a wax play scene and mm-hmm. some light impact. Right. Right. Um, Dom drop can last a while, too. Like, yeah. I feel like that's more prone to last even longer if it's not addressed because it is such a mental piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not to say prioritizing one or the over forever. It's just, you know, I, I think the sub should have priority. Kind of, I think what what I feel like makes the most sense is talking for talking about it first and having things ready. Yeah. So it's like you know, okay, if the submissive is too much in the in their own drop to be able to address the dom, at least they have like Gatorades nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, having and, medical supplies, like having yeah. a first aid kit, mm-hmm. um, I think is forgotten a lot. I, so yeah, I especially with like impact play, edge play, anything where you can get cut scratches bruises you know mm-hmm. having medical supplies on standby is good band-aids mm-hmm. ointment you know yeah yeah yeah. Um, blankets in reach blanket yeah stuffies in reach stuffies in reach if that's your thing if that's your thing um you know having like dark I, chocolate and different things like that can be helpful too yeah i guess the one thing i was almost i was wondering about is like how much energy it does take to do a little reassurance while you're receiving that aftercare i usually can Okay. I can't speak for other submissives. I would say if you can, can, depending on the intensity of the scene you were just in, you know. I usually can. So I usually start Oh, maybe that. writing a letter for your dom before the scene to reassure him after. 
I'm just a softy at heart, guys. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys might actually like that. I mean, I don't know I would about love the people it. I seen with. They would be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> oh my god! If someone's like, like they're like curled up, to- fully burritoed in a blanket, and then they just like slip out a and a letter, piece of paper. And I'm like, "Oh, is that for me?" <laughs> it's like one of those um little like classroom Valentines mm-hmm. where it's like, "I I love you like a, a waffle heart. lot." Oh, and it's a waffle on it. Oh, I got a Valentine like that this year. I'm gonna get you it. I will be a very happy dom. <laughs> And there's her aftercare. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Valentine and chiquitos. <laughs> ah, French fries. Ooh, you know what I like recently the um, Reese's covered pretzels. It's like chocolate and Reese's, the... and it's pretzels, and it's so good. Mine, which I cannot have in the house, is the Cinnabon popcorn. That is the <sighs> damn devil. Yeah, don't don't. It's 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 where the damn where devil. specifically did you Publix. At first, we found it at Sam's Club when we went, like, hurricane shopping one time. And I'm like, obviously, we need this for a hurricane. I do also buy more trees yeah. during hurricane. I'm like, we might die. Let's have some I might on. die, so I'm going to die happy. So we had, like, a big bag of it. And you would have thought we had never eaten before. <laughs> the way we tore through. It didn't make it to the hurricane. So that was a pre-hurricane snack. No. That was a hurricane preparedness snack. <laughs> um, and now they have the smaller bags on Publix. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy two bags. One's for Jay because his ass eats mine and he eats it so fast and i can literally have a snack for like a month like i will have a little bag of jelly beans for weeks you do no i will you like because yeah, i won't eat them i eat them like a little at a time he eats it like it's running away from him like if he doesn't eat it right then it escapes so then he started eating my bag too <laughs> like and then i ate it when i was high one night why wow. that we do that we, we have medical cards um but if i had i did <clears throat> Anyway, it is so good. So Anyways. what I'm hearing is for for Jay's Dom aftercare. Oh, you yeah. should get him some cinnamon bun. No, popcorn. because then I'll eat it. It'll be the worst aftercare ever. I'll be like, move. Do I have to referee that aftercare? Your, get out of my aftercare popcorn. I'm like, you stand on your side with it. You didn't say that you wanted aftercare popcorn this time. That was for Jay. It was put it back here. <laughs> <laughs> or I just because I can't be bratty. I'll be like. <laughs> wow. Just eat it. I like throw a flag down. <laughs> flag, <laughs> penalty, on fl- flag on the play. Flag on the scene. I was like, penalty on the grass. Yeah, no, that's shit. So much I'll, I'll buy some, so, but you can't leave it near me. Okay. Let's get that from when we watch the movie all together. Oh, that'd be good. So, what were we talking about? <laughs> now I'm just talking about cinnamon popcorn. We were talking about Dom After Drop. We were, ta- we were talking about the different things that you can have ready. So uh, we've yes. discussed aftercare. So apparently Cinnabon popcorn for everybody. Thank you. Everybody involved. Everyone gets, and they get their own bag, apparently. Apparently. And you guys stay don't on each side of the room, mine. I swear to God. Don't touch mine. <laughs> I, yeah, don't. I, I'm going to have, like, I'm going to have Finn dress as a little referee. Get him. I'm going to sick him on you. So you better be careful. You go. better. So, yeah, I think since both are in compromised mental states, dumb and submissive, yeah. um, to have things on the ready. Uh, yeah, don't don't leave room. it across the house. Leave it yeah. in the room that you're in, wherever that is, playroom, your room, whatever. Yeah. Have it ready. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're not going to want to make that trek across the home. No, if it's... no, not at all. Especially if you as the dom know you're going to be in a compromised space at the end of that where you're like, yeah, you know, sometimes I feel a little like tired and lethargic and like not myself. Yeah. You know? And you might also be covered in things you don't want to trek across the house. Like food. Oh. <laughs> 
You hungry? <laughs> I was. I feel like sometimes, I'm sure this is an obvious thing, but I'm like, what do you get covered on in sex? Syrup. Wax play? Oh, wax. It can be <laughs> There can be fluids. <laughs> I like how you're whispering oh, it. I don't want to get demonetized. I like how you're whispering it like we're not on a sex podcast. Like we could didn't be, just talk could about. Could you be covered in. Like, I'm trying to ventriloquist stall it. Like, I'm trying to make you say, but it's my voice. And keep in mind, this happens even if you don't have sex. So, like, not all scenes, a lot of scenes don't involve sex. Mm -hmm. So, sex does not have to be involved to experience dom or sub drop. I'm trying to create a situation in my head where you grow up from a very religious upbringing. So, you're, like, heavy into the purity culture and you have, like, some wild sex for the first time. Your drop is coming back, you know, to the earth. Drop can happen to anybody. Drop can happen to anyone. Watch out. Just like that. Have that Cinnabon popcorn ready. You, you better have your movies ready. Have your stuffies nearby. I freaks me out every time. And, um, and check in the next day check after. In. And be willing to talk about it. Like, it's, it's, it can feel gnarly to talk about, especially after you had a scene that you really enjoyed you thought both of you did a really great job. You really thought you both were into it and loved it. And then you have this drop after and it can be confusing. So it's okay for it to feel gnarly after. Um, just keep talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I have a controversial aftercare idea here. Okay. Why do you deep breath? <laughs> you know, on this list that I found, it said that one of the things that you should give your uh, person aftercare is an orgasm. Yeah. Like maybe um, like some... Oral sex? I, okay, I, he, okay, here's... I pull out my cinnamon bond popcorns. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon. here's, here's my problem with that suggestion, is not every scene involves sex. Uh-huh, okay, okay. So, that is a very scene-specific thing, and also, like... If it did include sex, would it be more appropriate? Well, hopefully it already included the orgasm, then. Very true. For me, I guess, like, the scene is when all the sex orgasm stuff is happening. And the aftercare no. is after when it was done. Not necessarily. Like, a lot of times you'll seen... Don't you dare tell me I'm wrong. And then... Well, you can seen and have sex at the same time. Mm -hmm. But for some things you've seen and then have... Like... Oh, interesting. It, it becomes an integration okay. into sex. Oh, wow. I'm so limited on my kink knowledge. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Where you too can learn with me. So yeah, I mean it's like um like wax place. So like when I'm doing a wax place scene, you would do all of the wax and like drip it wherever you want and if you want to be artsy about it, which I usually do because I'm a dork. Um and then inevitably I usually want to take photos. So I'm usually doing all that and, and we all then... hate it. All of us are friends around and we hate it so much. Yes. When we send photos. Um, Sourced. Which I do often. I'm and like, that is very artistic. That's both your titties. That's both my boobies. They look great. They look fine. They're good. They're good. This is a good photo. This is a good photo. You do good. This is hot. This is good. This is a, you're good. Your photos. Is that like the whole TikTok daddy? Dad, daddy yeah. So, mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not, I wasn't sure if that was on yours and Jay's For You pages. Jay mm -hmm. posted a hot pic and I wanted to be like, daddy, sorry. And then I was like, no, no yet. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. I don't know yet. I don't know. Well, it was also, he posted it on Facebook. <laughs> in the public comments being like daddy sorry his family would love that that's kind of why I did um so why not also cover up the dom are their bodies not getting hot 
Sorry, I just thought about After that him? randomly. Yeah, you can if that's something they want. But okay. like most of the guys I seem with tend to run hot anyway. So if I were to try to cover them in a blanket, they will like come through fight me. Yeah, you're like oh, oh. they're like trying to catch a cat in like a bag. Like they will come out claws ablazing. Like that's Sorry. like torture for them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like I don't, I, I don't even know the last time I had sex with one of them under a blanket because they it would be like a fucking heater box. That would be, like, torture. Wow. And winter must be so great. Yeah. Oh. Well, not for them, because I stay oh. cold, so my little cold hands and feet freak them out. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, stop. Oh, no, Jay screams. It's, it might be when he's sleeping. <laughs> that, that feels like that part is important, but it's okay if you didn't well, want to include it for him. reasons of He signed up for this. <laughs> he knew what he was getting into. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> So, is there anything we didn't talk about? You know, you know, one thing I wanted to say. Okay. Is that I think if you're a dom who has experience with depression, who maybe has clinical depression, Mm. one thing that I did find when I was reading was that like a lot of what you can experience in dom drop will feel like a lot of like depression symptoms such as lethargy and fatigue. And, like, and not, no desire to do anything after that. Mm-hmm. So I guess just my last comment is that if you are a person who struggles with, like, some depression and anxiety for this, just, like, kind of be aware that this could trigger it more if you're not taking care of it the appropriate way. Or like, feel like it, it's, like, you're triggering one even though it might just actually yeah, yeah, yeah. drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might feel like, oh, shit, is this another depressive episode? But it's actually just drop. Yeah. So be aware of that. That's the only thing that I wanted to like say before we go. You seen with someone that has, well, no, do they? Well, I I don't know if they're aware of their what's Depression. going on. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm sure they're they're starting, but like that for me was also like yeah, but you pr- also never get a chance to release from this like, if you're not like investing in dom drop dom drop aftercare, then you're always existing in this space of holding it all in. So you've never experienced, like, being taken care of or being reassured. And um, it almost sounds like, like, the person I'm talking about specifically also had, like, a, well, I'm a white man, so I'm what am I doing asking for anything? Mm. You know, and I'm like, oh, I see a little political white guilt there, too, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I know that's probably really hard to navigate, um, but I think that unchecked, this can feel like you're abusing somebody, and that's going to have a toll on you if you're not an abusive person or a sociopath. So, Yes, and we've had our So you deserve aftercare. Period. That's our, aw, we'll make a shirt. You deserve aftercare. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you make shirts. You put one on, and then you go. Yeah. So make sure you research. Make sure you have a plan. Make sure you're able to talk about it. It's nothing that should be ashamed of or feel bad about. Mm-hmm. Unless you don't do this. Then you should yeah. go about it. Yeah, you should. Also, I heard that there are people who say if you're a dom who needs aftercare, you shouldn't be a dom. Fuck those people. Yeah, that's, that's gross. I, I gotta tell you, that's I like did saying not... you don't have any emotions. I don't want a dom that doesn't have emotions because yeah. then you're not gonna fucking care about my emotions. Yeah, you know. Like, if I wanted to, like, have a dom. A lot of people say they don't. I don't want that. Like, no, I want them to care. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize when you say, like, oh yeah, no emotional attachment. It's like, 
Sorry, Dude. that's not human for me, actually. No. I want some emotion. Yeah, it, for me, that's a requirement. Yeah. If you are going, if I'm going to trust you with my body and my safety, you yeah. better fucking have some emotions about it. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to love me. I'm not saying you have to be dating me. I'm not saying any kind of thing other than you have to give a shit about me. That's where emotional intelligence comes in. If you're, like, hearing the statement, I want you to have some emotion, and you're hearing, I want you to be in love with me. Yeah, that's, no. Grow up. Grow up. Literally grow up. Work on yourself. Work on yourself. No. Get therapy. But I will not seem with someone who doesn't have care and concern for me. Yeah. You Like, that's basic. Yes. Because that's how you end up in our last episode where the guy was, you know, losing control and punching her as hard as he could. So, yeah, no. You, you Everyone should have care and concern, even if you don't know. Like, I've had one night stands... A number of them. Um, Maybe me too one day if I can figure out this whole flirting thing. Flirting thing. But, like, I even have care and concern. Like, I don't want to hurt them either. Yeah. I, I think, honestly, I think, like, the complete absence of the that type of emotional response is what makes a person a sociopath. Yes. So, like, if you're like, oh, yeah, I have no emotions over what it would feel like to hurt you. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no thanks. Do you, do you hear how that sounds like no. a serial killer? Run. You know, like. Run. If they say they don't have emotions, run. Yeah. I want you to have emotions. I want you to give a Fast. shit. Fast. I want you to give a shit that you're not going to choke me out and kill me. Thanks. Thanks. And that you're not going to lose control and hit me as hard as you can. Yeah. No. We need to get rid of this whole, like, I can't have emotions or I shouldn't have emotions or I can't have a connection because then you might want... Blah, no. Yeah. No. It's going to happen. Have emotions. You need them in order to keep people safe. Yes. Yes. Exactly. End scene. <laughs> End scene. How glad I take care of you. You want some snackies? <laughs> now I just want to send about popcorn. I, I will be going to the nearest store, ASAP, so good. procuring. I don't even like sweets. That's the weird Oh, thing. actually, you know, I just remembered a conversation or a question I had before oh, we stopped. Okay. Um, for uh, when you're, one of the topics here was how to help your dom come out of that uh, drop space. Mm-hmm. Would it be, if they were people who enjoyed some of the devil's lettuce, would that be a feasible option for that moment? Absolutely, or no? yeah. Okay. One of my, one of the people that I used to experience drop with, he and I would do edibles after. That I feel like that's a really good solution. Yeah. Especially because, like, when I first started getting into it, it really helped me separate myself from my emotions, not in a way to make me emotionless, but to kind of take inventory. Yeah, and for me, it helps just bring my nervous system back down. Yeah, yeah. So I think so. Okay. Um, I wouldn't do that in the necessarily scene, but after, yeah, yes. Yeah, no, specifically helping your, your partner come out of the dominant. Yeah. Um, it's funny, there was mention of healthy dom behavior versus toxic dom behavior, and I wrote dominant but not a dom episode. Dominant but not a dom episode. <laughs> okay, yes, that was all Good. of my questions. On the notes. Yeah, I wrote my questions on the back of the pages, but when they, they would come in. Yes. Done. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for another fun, happy, fun time, good time, good times episode of Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh my. And, you know, you should subscribe to our YouTube channel. You should come join our Facebook group. We got a lot of fun people there. We're doing introductions and stuff and things. And uh, and then by the time you're watching this episode, in one week, two weeks, there's going to be one week, there's going to be our munch. And you guys should come see me make a very concentrated effort to be a person who does flirting and it's gonna be so fun it's gonna be so fun and natural and it's gonna be so great it's so good um nothing to worry about at all 
No one should be scared. Especially not me. <laughs> also, if you'd love to support us, you can you can join our Patreon. And you can also give us a little one-time help on Kofi. I like it when you get nervous and sound like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> got it all. You got it all. Well, I'll be the Please Leave us a five-star review. Sorry. I'll be at the munch just to watch. I'm going to... You walk into a bar. I come up to you. I, and you're looking very cute. Um, I'm like... Obviously, Was that walking? Yes! Okay. Closing the distance! <laughs> Stop. Oh, no, I have to say. Hi. This is going great. I'm excited. What are you drinking? <laughs> I think you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> I saw myself and I was like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, thank you so much. See you later. Yeah, so we'll see y'all there. Um, and if not, we'll I'm gonna be update. sick that day. We'll have an update after this episode on what happened. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Bye. How do you say hi? Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs>